by making up for lost time. McLean, are you sure that's recording? Yes, I'm sure. The red light is on, right? Yes, Jake. You know we've been using this portable recorder all summer. I'm very familiar with how it works. Yeah, I know, I know. I just want to make sure. We don't want to miss this. Jake, it's not all that funny. And I think this is more of a visual gag, anyway. <laughs> no, 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 no. Don't be ridiculous. No. Humor like this, it transcends genre, McLean. I think it's more of a discussion of medium rather than genre. You're being very nitpicky right now, you know that? Are, are we ready? Yes, we've been ready. All right, great. <clears throat> Welcome back to Yesterday Today, the show that brings you the best of yesterday's radio today. I'm Jake Westbrook, joined by my co-host McLean, and we are continuing our great American road trip today. We are in Boston, as a matter of fact, and... Uh, <laughs> We're right by Boston Harbor, right right at the water here, as a matter of fact. Hey, uh, McLean, do you know what major historical event happened right here? Was it the Boston Tea the Party? The Boston Tea Party occurred on this very spot in 1773, McLean. Oh, really? Yes, sir. A major moment in American history. This is exactly where the colonists dumped tea into the Boston Harbor to protest unfair taxation. <laughs> Yes, yes. They chucked that tea right into the water there. Right there. That is something else. Oh, it sure is. But you know, McLean, I just so happened to have brought with me this uh, bottle of Snapple. And, <laughs> well, since I'm here anyway, uh, why don't I... Uh... Why don't you throw it into the harbor? Why don't I throw it into the harbor? Because <laughs> it's, a, it's a tea. Snapple tea. I got it. All right, here it goes. Well, you did it. You threw tea into the Boston Harbor. Uh-huh. Yep. I sure did. Mm. Well, now that that's over with, what's next on the agenda for our trip to Boston? <laughs> Actually, this is really all I had planned. Um... Is, uh, isn't Paul Revere's house around here somewhere? We could go see that. Hey, I saw that. What's that? What's the matter with you two? That's a cop. You think you can just throw garbage into the harbor? No, 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 officer. You see, we, we were just... We were, I know we were what just... you two were just doing. You were trashing our city. What are you, Yankees fans or something? Whoa, officer, we didn't mean any trouble. We were just trying to do a little joke. You just was trying to ruin the city is what you was doing. Yeah, it was just a Snapple bottle. Like, I can go grab it out of the water if you want. I... Yeah, it was just a Snapple bottle like the green monster is just a wall. Don't get smart with me, buddy. You two better come with me down to the station. Just over a Snapple bottle in the harbor? Don't argue with me. Come on. Ah, oh, gee. Uh, here, we're in Massachusetts this week, folks. The theme of the show is... Massachusetts, so here's some Massachusetts music. It's just a it's just a Snapple bottle. I come on.
water yells, Massachusetts, I'll be there with bells, Massachusetts, homesick as can be, Massachusetts, only place for me, Massachusetts, got a special date with that New England state. How my heart will you knock, Massachusetts, to see Plymouth Rock, Massachusetts, want to roam around, Massachusetts, in Nantucket town, Massachusetts, I can hardly wait, I hope the train ain't late. You can't guess how much it means for me to be there. Childhood friends and childhood scenes for me to see there. Skies above Massachusetts With the one I love Massachusetts Just like Jack and Jill Massachusetts We'll climb Bunker Hill Massachusetts Spread the news around The Massachusetts bar Of blue, 
church bells chiming on a Sunday morn remind you of the town where you were born. If you spend an evening, you want to stay watching the moonlight on Cape Cod Bay. You should have fallen in love with old Cape Cod. If you spend an evening, you want to stay watching the moonlight on Cape Cod Bay. You should have fallen. With old Cape Cod, you're sure to fall in love with old Cape Cod. Thank you. 
said it before, we'll say it again. For it's even truer now than then. Chevrolet is the one, the one that proves the fun, the fun. The fun is in the going, come rain or shine or snowing. The fun is in the going, in the slim line, fresh and fine Chevy. And the fun keeps growing as mile by mile. Your Chevy shows the fun is in the going. Chevrolet is really swinging. In a Chevy you just can't help singing. Here's a car, they're zipping, zinging. Oh, what fun for traveling in. And now, get this, the fun is in the knowing. The fun is in the going. So why don't you get going? Come on in and try a new Chevy. For it's such fun knowing the fun that's yours. Chevrolet's the way that you are going. When those wedding bells are ringing and your friends the rice are flinging, in your Chevy you'll be winging. Get away from everything in. For more driving fun like this, visit your Chevrolet dealer. Go for a pleasure ride. When you do, you'll find out. The fun, the fun. The fun is in the knowing. The fun is in the going. In the slim line, fresh and fine. Chevrolet! <laughs> Colonials really had a notion how to throw a party that made history. 
come on, get your partner, don't be left alone. Be right on top, doing the harp and harp. When you hear that moaning melody, show the world how happy you can be. Don't ever stop doing the harp and harp. All the students in the college do could never graduate unless they knew it. Pick a girl who knows her P's and Q's, buy yourself a brand new pair of shoes. Don't be a flop doing a Harvard Hop. Thank you.
We keep telling you it was just a joke. We were throwing Snapple into the harbor to, to recreate the Boston Tea Party. We're just trying to be funny. You can't keep us at the police station over a little bottle of Snapple. Look, you two chowderheads really think you're the first two geniuses to come up with the joke of throwing a bottle of tea into the harbor. Are we not? No. Every tourist from outside of New England comes here and thinks they're so smart. Oh, the Boston Tea Party was here, so I'm going to throw a Snapple into the harbor. That's a hoot. A real funny pair of guys you two are. We didn't really mean anything by it. This is just a case of littering, though. Shouldn't we just have to pay a fine or something? Why do we have to stay in the police station? We've had absolutely enough of this. The lieutenant is making us crack down on those tourists. We're going to make an example out of you two. An example? For littering? You can't put us in jail for this. Nobody said anything about putting you two in jail. We're just going to have you do a little bit of community service to make up for your crimes. What do you mean? You're going to find out. Come with me. Uh, all right. Uh, folks, up next on the show is an episode of Jack Benny. Uh, they're in Boston or something. I don't know. This is ridiculous. Come on. The Jell-O program starring Jack Benny with Johnny Green and his orchestra. This is Pat Weaver pinch-hitting for Don Wilson. The orchestra opens the program with Yours Truly is Truly Yours. Now is the time for springtime salads, and that makes it an ideal time to serve Jell-O as a salad. Jell-O combines perfectly with fruits and vegetables. Lime Jell-O, for instance, blends wonderfully well in salads with grapefruit slices. Orange Jell-O is delicious with sections of an orange and sliced bananas. Lemon Jell-O makes a grand combination with grated carrots and shredded canned pineapple. Try one of these delightful combinations as a salad real soon. It's another way to enjoy Jell-O's true fruit goodness. No other gelatin dessert can equal Jell-O's extra-rich fruit flavor. Every one of Jell-O's six flavors is good with an added goodness satisfying with an added satisfaction. So if you want the best, always order Jell-O by name. Always insist on genuine Jell-O. bring to you not the hero of Bunker Hill, not the catch of Cape Cod, not the dean of Harvard University, but who do you think? <laughs> Give up? Hello again, it's only me, folks. Were you fooled for a minute? No. Hmm, fine welcome to Boston. Well, anyway, here I am, one week in Baltimore, next week in Cleveland, this week Boston. Oh, I guess it's the gypsy in me. <laughs> Say, Don, you've lost a lot of weight since last Sunday. Have you been on a diet? No. Well, what happened? Well, I happen to be another announcer. You see, Don Wilson couldn't make it. 
Oh, well, the streets are narrow here. He had a little trouble last year, you know. <laughs> you know, that Wilson guy is pretty heavy. I know, but the streets in Boston aren't that narrow. They're not, eh? You know what happened yesterday? No. Two worms collided in the middle of Washington Street and held up traffic for three hours. <laughs> is that a fact? No, but I thought it might get a laugh, you know. <laughs> so you're taking Wilson's place tonight, huh? Yes, Weaver is my name. Patrick Henry Weaver. Henry, like in Ford. Oh, I see. And yours? Uh, John Quincy Benny. Quincy, like in throat. <laughs> Tell me, are you enjoying your stay in Boston, Mr. Benny? Yes, but don't be so formal. I mean, you can call me Jack, you know. Well, thanks, Jack. You can call me Mr. Weaver. <laughs> well, thank you. But I am having quite a time here. I spent a few days looking over the historical points of interest. Oh, yes, there's a lot of American history connected with Boston. Oh, yes. You know, Paul Revere rode here. That's right. Say, was that Rockingham Park or Narragansett? I don't know. I don't know. I even forgot the name of the horse. I think we did that joke last year, too, if I remember. Well, it's not important. Uh, say, Pat, you're a stranger in our little group. Uh, now, you won't feel offended if I give you a little advice, will you? No. You won't get mad? No. Promise now. For heaven's sakes, what is it? Well, come here a minute. Now, as Don Wilson probably told you, dignity is the keynote of this program. By that I mean, you only mention J-E-L-L-O with the six delicious F-L-A-V-O-R-S if it happens to fit. You know, don't drag it in. <laughs> you mean strawberry, raspberry, cherry, orange, lemon, and lime? Not so L-O-U-D. Somebody will hear you, you I'm dope. I'm sorry. Well, just be careful, that's all. Come in. Mr. Benny? Yes. Huh? On behalf of our great commonwealth, it affords me extreme pleasure to welcome you to Boston. Well. And I hope that your sojourn on this metropolis will be most averting. Well, thank you. And who may you be? I may be the mayor, but at present I'm a dishwasher at Child's. <laughs> Well, a fraternity, brother, huh? A washer, drop, a disher? No, mopper, upper, flora. Oh. Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs> nice fellow, wasn't he? Charming. Uh, what are we talking about, Pat? Oh, about Boston in general. Oh, yes. Well, I must say that it's a great thrill for me to be playing in Boston. You do meet such cultured and intelligent people. Hello, know? Jack. What was that last line? Oh, Kenny, I was just telling Pat that in Boston you meet such cultured and intelligent people. You said the same thing about Cleveland. I know, but I can't write new stuff every week. <laughs> oh, Kenny, this is our announcer for tonight, Mr. Weaver. How do you do, I'm sure. Well, how do you do? Have you seen much of Boston during your stay, Mr. Baker? Oh, sure. I've been everywhere. This morning, I was out to Harvard University. Gee, I'll bet it was the thrill. <laughs> you can get three to one on that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what are you doing at Harvard, Kenny? Well, as long as I was in Boston, I thought I'd stop by and pick up a degree. Did you get one? No, they're closed on Sundays. Oh. Never mind, you can pick one up tomorrow. Hello, Jack. Mm. Gee, I had a hard time finding this place. Hello, Mary. Welcome to Boston. <laughs> Say, Jack, want to hear something? What? The cutest little Boston bull followed me all the way down the street and right up the steps of the studio. He did? Yes, and he's still here. Well, maybe he's lost, Mary. Is there any identification on his collar? Yeah, Officer 215. <laughs> oh, that kind of a bull. Hello, Officer. Hello, Jack. Thought I'd drop in on you. <laughs> Is 
Isn't he cute? Yeah. Say, Mary, I want you to meet our Boston announcer, Pat Weaver. He's taking Don Wilson's place this week. Well, how do you do, Miss Livingston? I'm so glad to meet you. I've always been a great admirer of yours. Oh, yeah? Well, let me tell you something, Mr. Weaver. We better understand each other right now. I'm a homegirl, and I don't live in taxis. You can keep your old diamonds and furs. Who wants them? And another thing, I get more kick out of a good book than a highball, so there. But, Mary... I've got a good mind to tell Mrs. Weaver. Well, Miss Livingston, I didn't say anything. But I know what you're thinking. You men are all alike. You love us, you marry us, and then you look around for a pinochle game. Well, you can't do that to me. Why, Mary, all he said was he's glad to meet you. Yes, but the way he said it. I, I suppose the next thing he'll do will invite me to dinner, and then what? What are you talking about? But, Miss Livingston, I wasn't going to ask you to dinner. Oh, so I'm not good enough, huh? Well, you can keep your old New England boiled dinner. I don't like that kind of food anyway. What and another thing, a girl isn't safe anymore. Believe me, you wouldn't Mary, talk to me like that if my big brother was around. Listen, All oh, you play, men do is Johnny, will you play, play, played by Johnny Green and his orchestra with some nerve by Mary. <laughs> and now, ladies and gentlemen, for our feature attraction this evening, we are going to oh, offer... Oh, say, Jack. Yeah? Well, how did you like that last number I played? Oh, all right, Johnny, but you have been better. I thought your baton was a little off-key there for a little bit. <laughs> oh, yeah? Yeah. Well, just for that... What? Oh, never mind. Well, anyway, tonight, folks, we are going to offer an unusual drama... Something entirely away from our regular... Uh, say, uh, Jack. Yeah? Are you going to the party tonight? What party? Uh, the one Johnny's aunt is giving. It's a big tea party. It is? Yeah, Johnny invited me. Gee, I didn't hear anything about it. Who's going? Kenny, myself, and the boys in the band. Oh. Weren't you invited? No, this is the first I've heard about it. Huh? Well, maybe I shouldn't have said anything. <laughs> oh, I don't care. Say parties, parties, parties. I'm sick of them. Gee, I went to one every night 12 years ago. (laughs) Well, anyway, folks, as I said before, tonight we are going to offer an unusual drama, something entirely away from the... uh, Well, say, Jack. Yes, Kenny. Do you mind if I quit early? I want to go to Johnny's party. Oh, Kenny, what do you see in all these parties, parties? Why don't you stay home like I do? Oh, then you haven't been invited, huh? Mm, I'd rather stay home and practice my violin. La, 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 Later, later. Oh, Jack. Yes, Johnny. What time is it? 
Oh. About 7.15. Say, Johnny, you know, I, uh, I was only kidding before. I thought your number was all right. Uh, oh, I don't mind. Uh, say, have you seen much of Boston, Johnny, since you've been in town? Um, yes, why? Well, I just thought I, uh, well, you know, I know the town pretty well, and if there are any of the local sites you want pointed out, I'll be glad to point at them for you, you know? Well, thanks, but Boston happens to be my home. Oh, well, I didn't know that, but Johnny, you know, there's an old saying that nobody knows less about a town than a man who was born there. Well, I don't agree to that. Hey, wait a minute, you take my hometown, Waukegan. Why, until I was 18 years old, I never even knew where the railroad station was. How'd you find out? The sheriff showed it to him. Oh. He did not. Well, anyway, Johnny, I hear that your aunt is giving a... Uh, a pardon little... me, Jack, will you? Uh, I've got to arrange some music. Oh, okay, Johnny, okay. Do you need any help? No, thanks. Well, I just thought I'd be glad uh, to... Excuse me, I'll see you later. All right, all right. No, no, say, Johnny, I was just thinking I'm not doing anything this evening, and um, would you like to join me in a little party, you know, where we can sit around and chat, you know? Just, oh, I'm uh... afraid I can't make it, Jack. Oh, you mean you, uh, you have other plans? Yes. Uh, someplace else to go, huh? <laughs> Yes, yeah, that's right. You mean another party, for instance? That's it. Well, um, gee, Johnny, I certainly envy you. I, I wish I had someplace to go. You don't know what it means to be alone in a strange city. No, I guess I don't. Well, so long, Jack. Now, who wants to go out anyway? It's raining. It won't be raining inside. Yeah, I'm tired. Oh, I don't feel like going anyplace anyway. I guess I'll go right to bed after the broadcast, you know. Oh, Jack. Yes, Johnny. <laughs> uh, doesn't Kenny have to sing his song now? Yes, uh, sing, Kenny. Oh, parties, parties, a bunch of kids. <laughs> That is why there's nobody like you You, so much depends upon you Tell me true Will it be my fate at all? Will I ever rate at all with somebody like you? Just to think that you love me Makes my future look strong I swear by stars about me I'm darned if I don't feel like writing a song A song about you Music and words about you Lovely you Let me think of praises for Let me sing out praises for nobody but you Of my fondest dreams Here's the situation This is how it seems You can make me happy You can make me blue All I am or hope to be Is really up to you 
Baker singing you from the great Ziegfeld. And very well done, Kenny. That was well. You know, they like you here. Thanks, Jack. Say, uh, Kenny, with that voice, I'll bet you'll be the life of the party tonight. Huh? You said it. Gee, I hope there's dancing. No, you know, Jack, be. I've been taking ballroom dancing from the girl, from a girl who teaches me, and she says, I'm doing fine. Oh, ballroom dancing, huh? yeah. really? Yeah, uh, one more lesson I can dance alone. Is that so? Huh? Come on, fellas, let's go. Hurry, Kenny. You too, Mary. We gotta get going. We'll be late for the party. Well, so long, Jack. Gee, I'm sorry you're not coming with us. Oh, that's all right, Mary. I'll stay home and listen to the radio. There's a swell lecture on tonight. The home life of a grasshopper. I don't want to miss it, you know. Who's interested in a grasshopper? Another grasshopper. <laughs> That's well, good. so long, Jack. See you later. So long. Guys, I'll better have a swell time at that party. Well, it's all right if you have nothing else to do, you know. I'm going to a theater and see Follow the Fleet for the twelfth time. Come on, Kenny. Come on, Kenny. Everybody's waiting. We'll get in your car. My car? I haven't got a car now. You haven't? No. Did you see that new telegraph pole on Tremont Street? Yeah. Well, I didn't. <laughs> well, Mary, looks like they'll all have to go in your car. I haven't got a car either. You haven't. You had one yesterday. You know that corner at the post office? Yes. Well, it isn't a corner. Oh. oh gosh, this is awful. We'll never get to the party. Hasn't anybody got a car? La 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 da 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 I don't want to stay outside and wait. You know? well, Jack, you don't have to stay outside and wait. No, you can go home. <laughs> oh, come on, Jack. Come on, don't be stubborn. Come on along with us to the party. Well, coax me. Well, if you insist, let's go. Huh? Come on, fellas. Hey, there's the car, boys. Hey, pile your instruments in the back. Huh? Say, Jack. Jack, yeah. I can't get the grand piano in the car. Oh, no wonder you forgot to put the top up. Oh. Hey, Roy, slide that trombone in. Say, Jack, how can I get my cornet in? I can't what? How can I get my cornet in? Push the middle valve down. <laughs> well, are you all set? Everybody in? Yeah. yeah. Okay, okay. Well, that's fine. Let's go. Close the door, boys. Release the brake, Mary. <laughs> hey, Kenny, throw out the clutch. <laughs> what was that? Kenny threw out the clutch. Mm, play clutch. I mean, Johnny. Well, 
choir is good. That was Let's Face the Music and Dance from the picture Follow the Fleet, played by Johnny Green and his orchestra with the piano on Johnny. Say, Mary, I want to see what street this is. Would you mind getting off my lap? Sure, Jack. Say, Kenny, get off my lap, will you? Okay. Say, Johnny, get off my lap. Oh, watch out, Jack. Watch out! Ow! Oh, what's the matter, Kenny? You almost hit a car. Oh, I thought you were driving. Hey, hey, this is the place, Jack. Stop right here. Here we are, everybody else. Hey, say, Johnny, you sure this is the right place? This is the waterfront. I know, Jack. We have to take a rowboat out to the party. A uh, row what? A rowboat. Oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, the, the party's on a yacht. On a yacht, eh? Oh, boy! Yeah, see it over there? It's all lit up. I guess the party's in full swing. Hey, here's a rowboat. Hey, wait a minute, Johnny. We can't get all, all get in that dinky little boat. How deep is the water? About two feet. I don't mean in the boat. <laughs> Gee, I'm afraid. Oh, don't worry, Kenny. If anything happens, I'll save you. You know, I used to be a lifeguard. Ask Mary. Say, Mary, is Jack a good swimmer? No, but he can wade like the devil. <laughs> oh, we're wasting time. Let's get in the boat. Yeah, women and children first. Come on, Kenny. Hey, don't push. Gee, I'm afraid, too. Mary, if you want to be afraid in this crowd, you'll have to stand in line. Boy, this is a heavy load. Hey, who'll do the rowing? Well, let's take turns. Who wants to be first? Hmm, mutiny on the rowboat. Come on, Johnny, who's going to row first? <laughs> Say, Jack, you want to hear a riddle? It's a fine time for riddles. What is it? Uh, when you're in a theater, where do you like to sit? Well, I like the first row. Give him the oars, Johnny. <laughs> we should have known better. Gee, I'm afraid. Okay, Jack, shove off. Aye, aye, sir. Hey, be careful of the dock. Okay. You know, it's the oldest dock in the country. <laughs> hey, Mary, what are you laughing at? It's the country dock. Boy, this is a tough pull. Say, Johnny, what kind of a party is your aunt giving? Why, it's a patriotic affair to commemorate the Boston Tea Party. Oh, no kidding. Uh-huh. Say, where's Mary? Here I am, Jack. I just went below deck. Below deck? This is a rowboat. Oh, no wonder I'm all wet. Oh, Jack, what was that Boston Tea Party about? Well, as I remember it, they were having a little blowout in Boston Harbor, and the tea was too strong, so they threw it overboard. They might have thrown the tea overboard, but they certainly ate the jello with its new extra fresh, rich, fresh fruit flavor. That <laughs> a boy, fat. That was fine. You didn't drag that in. Much. So try jello with its much delicious flavors: oh. strawberry, raspberry, cherry, orange. Hey, wait and a lime. minute. Wait a minute, Pat. The lemon was left out. Maybe they're saving it for the tea. Bravo, bravo, Miss Livingston. That was very clever. Oh yeah. Well, let me tell you something, Mr. Weaver. I'm a homegirl, and I don't want to see any extras. And you can keep your flowers. Oh, and Mary, your Mary, you're overdoing it. Say, Pat, what are you doing here on the boat? Oh, I just thought I'd come along and help. Is there anything I can do? Yeah, get out and push. Ahoy there! Party coming up! Lower the ladder! All right, everybody! Climb on board! Oh, Jack! What is it, Kenny? I'm scared! Oh, shut up! Boy, this is some yacht. Come on, Mary, climb up the ladder. Where is it? On page eight. Ah, there's my aunt now. Uh, good evening, Aunt Clementine. Oh, there you are, you naughty boy. You're late. Mary, get a load of Johnny's aunt. What a ritzy dame. Yeah, look at those eyeglasses on stilts. Uh, you may introduce me to your friends, Jonathan. Hmm, Jonathan. Uh, Auntie, this is Kennethon. Oh, how do you do, Kennethon? Hello. And uh, who is this young lady? I'm Marathon. 
Oh, oh, Auntie, this is Miss Livingston. How do you do, Miss Livingston? Are you of the East Smythe Livingstons of Salt Lake City? No, Springfield. Springfield? That's what it says in my scribe. Mm, that's a lot of treats. <laughs> and uh, who is this distinguished-looking gentleman? Allow me, I'm Jackathan Benny. My uncle is S. Van Dyke Chatsworthy Benny. Do you know him? Yes, a louse. <laughs> mm. I say, uh, here comes Uncle Kensington. He's looking rather chipper, isn't he, Auntie? Quite. Dear old Kensington is a new man since he recovered from his recent inhibited neurosis. My, how utterly devastating. Uh, was he in a bad way? Rather. He went nuts, you know. Oh, well, dem things will happen. <laughs> uh, Uncle Kensington, I want you to meet my good friend, Mr. Bennett. Hello, friends. <laughs> Strike me, Pinkus. <laughs> I clever. Where'd you get the name? Where'd you get a name like Kensington? Huh? It's fictitious. Oh. <laughs> it's what I call a non diplomy. <laughs> Hello, Mary. Hello, Schlepp. Well, I must toddle along and rejoin my guests. Au revoir, Schleppington. Toodle do, second mate. <laughs> second mate? Yes, I was married twice. Oh. Hey, Jack, is this a swanky party? They got here the sweet cream of society. Oh, the 400 are here, huh? 450. They brought their friends. <laughs> Jacket, don't be a wallpaper. We got plenty of food. Caviar, chicken, turkey, and whatnot. I'll take the drumsticks. Drumsticks? This is a Boston tea party, not the spirit of 76. <laughs> Come on, Jack, there's plenty to eat, by Zoe. Don't be bashful. Have a cookie. Ah, Schlepp, this is too much. All right, break it in half. <laughs> here, 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 have a cup of tea. Hey, a cup of tea? Oh, boy, that's just what I need. Oh, have another cup of tea. Get into the spirit. Be careful, Jack. Say, this isn't bad, you know. Yeah, have another cup. Hey, what's the idea of a spoon in it? Huh? To keep the lemon down, you dopey. Say, <laughs> this tea is all right. Sure, come on, have another cup. It's Woo! stimulating. You forgot the sugar. All right, here. Thanks. Huh? Now I have another cup. It's flabbergasting, I'm telling you. Wait a minute. This is the eighth cup. Huh? Ah, don't be a teetotal. Come on, Jackie boy. Have another cup. It's nauseating. Oh, Kensington. Kensington. Yes, Clementini. The guests are all assembled for the annual ceremony. Come on, everybody. Gather around. It's time to throw the tea overboard. Leave it to me, Mama. Stand aside. Look out below. Hey, wait a minute, Schlepp. Wait a minute, you're throwing me overboard. What's the idea? What can I do? You drank all the tea. <laughs> Play, Johnny. Here's a special announcement for you who are listening to station WJZ, either in metropolitan New York or New England. Jell-O is introducing a new product in your territory. Its name is Jell-O Ice Cream Mix, and with it you can make the best ice cream you've ever tasted. Jell-O ice cream mix comes in five luscious flavors. Vanilla, chocolate, strawberry, orange, pineapple, and tutti-frutti. The three fruit flavors are actual fruits in their own sweetened juices. The vanilla and chocolate syrups are wonderfully rich and mellow. Each flavor freezes to smooth, flawless perfection in the trays of your automatic refrigerator. Just open a can of Jell-O ice cream mix, add some milk, some whipped cream, pour the mixture in the tray of your automatic refrigerator, Stir just once during the freezing, and you'll have your ice cream. Six generous portions of it, rich, fluffy, amazingly smooth and creamy. Real luxury ice cream. Ask your grocer for Jell-O ice cream mix tomorrow. And if he hasn't it in stock yet, be sure he orders it for you. Don't accept any substitutes. There's no better way of making truly fine ice cream than Jell-O ice cream mix. Remember the name, Jell-O 
ice cream mix. first program in the new Jello series. And we'll be with you again next Sunday night at the same time broadcasting from New York City. Oh, Pat, I want to thank you for uh, helping us out tonight. Oh, that's all right. I was glad to do it. So long, Jack. So long, Pat. And goodbye, Miss Livingston. It's been a pleasure knowing you. Oh, yeah? Well, let me tell you something. I've said about enough from you. If you think that I'm a kind of a girl that you can just oh, toss aside like a cast off shoe, Look you have another... Oh, good night, enough. folks. Good night. <laughs> She Loves Me Not. This program has come to you from station WBZ in Boston. This is the National Broadcasting Company. All right, officer. Why are we in Old Town Boston? What community service are we performing? Are we washing the cobblestone streets? Very funny. Our department has partnered with the Historical Preservation Society here in Boston. Instead of your little Snapple tea gag, you're going to be doing some real historical reenactment. Historical reenactment? Sure. That'll get all your historic enthusiasm out of your system. Just what kind of historical reenactment are we doing? Come over here. Uh, that, that's a horse. Of course it's a horse. How else are you going to reenact Paul Revere's ride? Paul Revere's ride? Sure. You two are going to take turns putting on this costume and getting on this horse. Then, you're going to ride down the street and make like Mr. Revere. Make like Mr. Revere? Yeah, with the whole two arms, two arms, the British are coming bit. You want us to dress like Paul Revere and ride a horse up and down the street? You got something in here? That's what I just said, isn't it? And this is gonna stop us from littering again. No, this is gonna show everybody what a couple of idiots you are. So the goal here is more public humiliation. Exactly. Uh, well, you know, personally speaking, I, I actually can't think of anything I'd rather do while visiting Old Town Boston than recreate Paul Revere's ride. Give me that tricorned hat and hand me the reins. Whoa, what? Drake has eccentric interests. Now, I've never actually ridden the horse, granted, but I assume it can't be that hard, right? Whoa, whoa. If you're really that eager, maybe we should just forget this whole thing. What, what do you mean? You ain't supposed to like riding a horse down the street. It's supposed to be embarrassing. I think trying to embarrass Jake is a lost cause at this point. Okay, fine. Then why don't you two just get out of here and quit throwing Snapple bottles into the harbor? 
Uh, oh, well, uh, good, because if... You know, I'd, I'd hate to ride that horse. You would? Yeah. Wouldn't wouldn't do it if you paid me. I was just uh, pretending to be exciting enough to get you to uh, to get you to not let me ride it. In that case, you're riding the horse. Get up there. <laughs> yes, sir. Two arms, two arms. The British are coming. Jake, I, I think you have to get the horse moving first. Uh, I don't know how. Here. You stay on the horse, and I'll lead him by the reins down the street. Oh, okay. Two arms! Two arms! The British are coming! You know, I think I'm getting the hang of this, actually. We're gonna bang a Larry at this intersection here. There's a Dunkin's, and I need a coffee. Oh, you mean a left turn? Okay. Two arms! Two arms! If you want more Yesterday Today, you can visit KISU.org or wherever you get your Bay State Wicked Smart Bean Town Podcasts. Oh, Yankee Doodle never went to town. Ho, 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 the story was phony. Let me give you all the real low down. He didn't even know the boy. He was really very short and fat. Da, 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 skinny and bony. And so hungry that he ate his hat. And called the feather macaroni. Yankee Doodle tried to leave one day. Da, da, ho, 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 he mounted his saddle. But he never started on his way. He didn't have a pony, and the fairy tale was phony. How could Yankee Doodle go to town? Poor old Doodle with a feather for his noodle, he never went to town.